Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Super Sleuths Book 5 The Magical Parrots of Flambeau by E.M. Clark. Read by Lexi. Chapter 9 French Town is Saved. While the Count and Countess fled Mudtown, Rafa came swinging back through the jungle to report that there were no guns at Mudtown. Everyone was relieved to hear that the rest of Igor's forces did not yet have weapons. Captain Jet had arrived upriver in the Golden Ram to check on the sleuths and provide backup to Julius and the searchers. They were positioned so they could see Mudtown from the deck of the ship. Now we've checked they don't have guns, it's time to attack said Captain Jet. I've sent Julius a torpedo message on the Takra listener, telling them it's safe for them to go ahead, reported Nika. The question is, how can we help? What we need is something to help weaken their forces immediately and cause confusion in their ranks, said the captain thoughtfully. Some of that magic fog would come in useful, said Milo. I've just remembered something, cried Sophie. Gioletta gave us some special herbs to make a gas. We've got them here. And she rummaged in her rucksack to find the parcels Gilletta had given them in the enchanted valley. I've seen that stuff before, said Nika, examining the herb. It's called herbal smoke and should force them to surrender pretty quickly. We must release it over the island immediately, said Captain Jet. The problem is how, said Nika, frowning. At that moment, both Anna and Demaria had suddenly flown up up into the sky and twirled in a glorious swirl of colour. Zelie and Sophie gazed up at them in astonishment. The birds lifted their beaks to the sun and then zoomed back down to land on their mistress's shoulders again. They were bright-eyed and a heavy weight seemed to have lifted from them. Mistress, chirped Anna joyfully, the countess has gone. The curse has been lifted. The parrots of Flambeau are free once more. The sleuths were delighted to hear Anna's voice again. She had been silenced by Countess Rosina's curse for such a long time. Zelie was almost crying with joy. Oh, Anna, she cried, burying her face in her parrot's vivid green feathers. I've missed you. Anna gave her an affectionate nip in return. Mistress, the little bird said, let myself and Maria drop the herbal smoke over Mudtown. We have no fear of Rosina anymore. She is gone. Zelie suggested this to Captain Jet and Nika. That would be fantastic if they could, said Captain Jet. The river gets so narrow this is the highest up we can get in the Golden Ram. We have the jolly boats, but if they've got pirates and bin men on patrol, they'll spot us before we have a chance to throw the herbal smoke over them. Okay, Anna, said Zelie. Let's do it. Gleefully, Demaria and Anna took up the packets of herbal smoke. They soared into the blue and headed straight for Mudtown, dropping the packages over the area. Immediately, a fragrant smoke blossomed and covered the island in a blanket of fuzzy greyness. The sleuths could hear yells of confusion coming from the pirates and bin men stationed on Mudtown as the smoke descended, blocking their vision completely. Wow, it really works, cried Sam. I'm glad I'm not them, added Milo. There's no way they can continue to hold out against us in these conditions, Captain Jet said confidently. 
Well done, Anna and Amaria. Sure enough, the herbal smoke soon forced out a motley crew of dishevelled and defeated-looking pirates and bin men. They were coughing, and their eyes were watering so much they could hardly see. They were quickly arrested by Julius and the searchers, and a great cheer went up from the people of Mudtown. It's over. Where are Prince Igor, Count Zuto and Countess Rosina? asked Captain Jett over the talker listener. Have you captured them? Negative, was the reply which crackled through the device. Igor, Zuto and Rosina have not been captured. I repeat, they have not been captured. Understood, replied the captain, a grim look on his face. The Black Cross gang are not here either, came the next report through the talker listener. Captain Jack closed his eyes. After all their effort and planning, they had still not managed to capture the ringleaders. Understood. Over and out, he said with a sigh, and he switched off the device. Never mind, Pa, said Milo, giving his father a hug. Lots of pirates have been caught, and that's got to be a good thing. The captain ruffled his son's hair. You're right, he said. Let's look on the bright side. Mudtown was now free, and the children took the Golden Ram's jolly boat over to it to have a wander. They went to where Richenda the princess had been held captive some time ago. It's a horrible old tower, isn't it? said Zelly, as the others hadn't seen it before. This island is generally creepy, said Sophie with a shudder. It must have been worse when it was a quarantine island, commented Milo. They need to get more people to live here now Igor has fled, said Sam. They should breathe new life into the place. It's typical that Count Zuto and Countess Rosina have escaped again, said Zav. And Prince Igor and the Black Cross gang, added Milo. On the positive side of things, at least it's safe to go to Frenchtown now that Igor and his cause have gone, said Zelly. I won't have to worry about Anna anymore. Captain Jack called them back to the Golden Ram, and they sailed to Frenchtown. There was no longer any sign of Igor's coat of arms, or any bin men patrols. The town looked much brighter. The usual hustle and bustle had returned, and multicoloured parrots were flying everywhere. They're so pretty, said Sophie. It's fab to see them flying freely again. Off you go, Demaria. Have fun. She and Anna can fly off to join the other parrots they know, said Zelly, laughing. All the cafes were open once more, and the sleuth sat at a quayside cafe for a snack. Oh, let's have eclairs said Zav, his eyes lighting up. They all dug into the pastries with gusto. The cream squirted out of the end of Sophie's eclair and spattered all over Rafa. The little monkey looked very surprised when the sweet white cream hit him. He looked at it curiously, then licked it all up, chattering delightedly. Let's go and see Philippe and the family, suggested Sam. It feels great not to be sneaking about the place. We can walk in the open without a worry. I certainly don't miss the bin men remarked Milo. Delphina and Philippe were delighted to see them. We are so glad the bad days are over, she said, hugging them all warmly. Her parrot was flying loop the loop, she was so happy. Tonight we will have a special meal, and Philippe has a surprise for you later, Delphina said, a twinkle in her eye. After a meal of roast duck, green beans and potatoes, followed by profiteroles and lots of ice cream, the sleuths were so stuffed they could hardly move. That was delicious, Aunt Delphina, thank you, they murmured. Back to ship's biscuits soon for the journey home to Sandopolis, 
said Milo, shaking his head. It's a shame Sap and Theo couldn't stay. You'd have liked them, Zelly said to Philippe. But as soon as we realised there were no weapons in Mudtown, they said they had to get back to the Great Gizem. They have lots more training to complete. They sound amazing, said Philippe. It's a real shame I couldn't meet them, especially as we have a treat tonight. What is it? the sleuths asked excitedly. Well, to celebrate getting rid of Igor and our newfound freedom, we're having a blocko party. It's a special kind of street celebration with lots of music. You're all welcome to come as our special guests. Excellent, said Sam. Can Rafa, Demaria and Anna come too? asked Zelly. Of course, said Philippe. Everybody's welcome. Later that day, the blocko party started. The sleuths knew it had begun as the low rumble of many drums started to build from a few streets away. The noise grew louder and louder until the thrilling rhythmic beating of many drums being played together filled the air around them. They were full of excitement as they waited on the street for the parade to arrive. Rafa had started dancing to the beat of the drums and they all joined in. The whole of Frenchtown was out in the streets dancing together and the sound of music and laughter was everywhere. Bunting streamed down from all the houses in every colour imaginable. What a fun night out, grinned Nika. We all deserve it. Lots of the Frenchtown residents were in fancy dress and a great time was had by all. There were street food stalls all around and the sleuths ate even more food. Pancakes, candy floss and popcorn was handed round and devoured greedily. I'm very glad it's all over, Sally sighed happily, giving Anna a stroke. Elementary, replied her twin. My dear Watson, they all chorused. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Chapter 10, The Spy. Want to read along? Super Sleuth's Book 5, The Magical Parrots of Flambeau, is available now on Kindle. Check out our website, supersleuths.net, and look for us on Instagram and Facebook. Just search Super Sleuth Story Club. See you next time.